Hello, and welcome to the First Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration of America. I'm your host, Jerry Ewalt, and today we are blessed to connect with Mark Hauk, pro-life warrior, lecturer, and founder of the King's Men. Mark is standing up for pro-life advocates everywhere with his recent victory against the Department of Justice. Well, Mark, it's uh, an honor to have you on the show today. Great to be with you. Yeah. Mark, your, uh, your story is one of the most disturbing stories that I've ever seen, uh, especially as it relates to the politicization of the DOJ. And if you can give us a little bit about your background and your ministry, but then talk about what, why the DOJ was targeting you specifically. Sure. Well, that question that I've been pondering about a year now, but I'll, I'll give you what I know. And that's essentially that I'm a pro-life American, uh, a Catholic who uh, started a men's ministry, as you said, about 20 years ago. And part of our ministry is to uh, witness at uh, pro-life prayer vigils throughout the country. And we do this every week, uh, and especially in the Philadelphia area where I live. And that became a source, uh, I guess, for uh, the DOJ's interest in me. Now, I had uh, a bit of an altercation at uh, this location in Philadelphia where my son was being harassed by a pro, uh, Planned Parenthood escort uh, volunteer. And uh, as a result of that incident, I was indicted uh, by the DOJ in April, uh, excuse me, I, would, I should say that I was targeted by the DOJ in April of 2022, and that ultimately led to an indictment September 23rd, 2022, whereby I was, uh, my home was raided by uh, 20 plus federal agents and, and PA state law enforcement, uh, taken away at gunpoint, M16 guns being held at my kids and my wife, and brought into a four and a half month legal proceeding, which ultimately I was acquitted by a jury of my peers in January of 2023 this year. Yeah, praise God for that. And Mark, I want to take this one step at a time because there's there's a lot to unpack here, right? So one of the things that really stood out to me uh, is you were you were indicted based on the the FACE Act, right, which is the Freedom of Access to Clinical Entrance. And as you read through that, that act is supposed to protect a, a pregnant woman um, and, and offer her the full service of counseling available to her, which includes abortion, but it also includes pro-life counseling as well. So to see this kind of uh, unilateral uh, execution of this act or, or targeting of you on it uh, seems really unfair. Do you want to reflect a little bit about the FACE Act and, and how that would all work in, in the ministry that you do? Sure. Well, it's bad law. It was established in, in 1993 by the, uh, the late Ted Kennedy. And essentially, it was designed to uh, stop pro-lifers from doing sit-ins and civil disobedience at uh, abortion clinics around the country. Now, as it, by its original design and per uh, Senator David Durenberger on the House floor in 1994, asked Ted Kennedy if the law applied to people outside the building. In other words, First Amendment right people like myself or escorts or volunteers. And he said it absolutely did not apply. So the FACE Act is being misapplied 
against pro-lifers and people of conscience and people who want to exercise their First Amendment rights. And so, uh, sadly, the DOJ is using it uh, uh, to come after people like myself and others, and they have been using it since its inception. And the, the law really needs to be repealed. And even the, uh, my judge in my case said that this is infringing upon the everyday rights of American citizens. So um, it's a bad law, and uh, you know it's it's being used inappropriately and should be abolished. Yeah, it, it's been weaponized against people like yourself, pro-lifers um, that are that are providing trying to provide an alternative to abortion. For sure. Yeah, no, uh, it, it's 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 really unfortunate, and and so you know that, that's kind of the first step of this whole thing. But then once this started escalating to an indictment was coming, uh, right or wrong, it, it was coming. Uh, I understand that you were willing to turn yourself in uh, a couple days before that FBI raid, and and we've all seen the videos. This this raid is absolutely horrific. Uh, obviously, a show of intimidation uh, with guns drawn. Uh, for you, your wife, and I believe you have seven kids. Is that right? Uh, That's correct. And and they got to all experience that when you offered to peacefully turn yourself in a few days earlier, and they they didn't even respond to that. So talk a little bit about that whole experience. Well, actually, it wasn't a few days earlier. It was uh, months earlier. In April, when I was served the target letter, uh, my counsel, who was uh, Thomas More Society, uh, former prosecutor Matt Heffron, contacted the uh, assistant U.S. attorney and said, uh, look, should you want to indict my client, no need to bring an agent out to his house. He's a peaceful man. Uh, we'll bring him into you. But you have no case. There's case law against indicting him in your own district. But again, should you want to indict him, we'll bring him to you. And no need to ha- uh, alarm his family. And, oh, by the way, you can pick him up every Wednesday on the street where you served him his target letter. So there was no there was no need or cause for um, for anyone to to come to my home in the manner in which they did, uh, and we tried to reach them. In fact, my own attorney reached out to me in August, uh, the month prior to the raid, and said um, to me, "Have you heard from the U.S. attorney?" And I said, "No." And he said, "They won't return his phone calls." So they were planning this. This is what they wanted to do, and they wanted to humiliate, and they wanted to demoralize and, and intimidate, and instill fear in pro life America. No, absolutely. And there's there's no doubt that they want to put a show of force on, like you said, intimidation. Uh, And this is nothing but pure evil. Right. There's no other way to describe what is happening completely uncalled for. And it's great to see the outcome of the trial. But, you know, one of the things we do, Mark, on the show is we bring a lot of patriots like yourself, God fearing men who stand up for the truth. And so but I I, want to know a little bit about that experience for you. Like, I have to imagine that there was some really dark days for you going through all that stuff, questioning what you're doing. Why is this happening to you? Why is this happening to your family? Uh, and, and anyone would go through that. I mean, a massive trial that God was putting you through. How did you feel going through that? Did, were you tempted to take that plea, uh, the plea deal that they might have been offering? Or, or were you kind of steady th- all the way throughout? How, how did that go for you? Well, sure. I mean, it's a, a extremely uh, difficult thing to endure and not something you ever prepare yourself for. However, I have been saying yes to martyrdom for 20 years when it comes to my ministry and just dying to myself. So when this happened, when they banged on my door and, and alarmed my family and woke them up in the middle of the night and, and took their father away from them, I, I was not surprised. 
but you know, my children were harmed in the process. So that was very difficult. Yeah. First process of, of having my children be traumatized in the manner in which they were traumatized was extremely difficult as a father, as a husband, and, and my wife, again, also being in harm's way. But entering into the process, the government did not offer a plea until the, until the very end. Um, you know, we began that process. They pulled the, they, they pulled the uh, or put in, I should say, the full force of the government against us. Mm. And, uh, you know, they have all the resources in the world. And so they have a 98% conviction rate. So I was looking up what life would be like in federal prison. I was preparing my heart to go to prison, facing 11 years, $350,000 in fines, and three years supervised probation. So I was preparing for that, knowing that I probably wouldn't get a fair trial in the city of Philadelphia. I had to prepare myself for that. So it was dark in a lot of ways. And there were some really difficult times in that journey leading up to the trial. There was a lot of peace, though, knowing that we were suffering for a just cause, that it was righteous what we were doing. However, you know, it's still the reality of, of being locked up and put away. And so um, when the government came in with their plea on January 6th of all dates, which was two and a half weeks, they came in with a plea that said no time, no fine, no probation. And uh, they just wanted me to plead guilty to the assault charge, which was a little misleading because it was a sweetheart deal. And uh, most people would have taken it. Mm -hmm. However, if I would have taken conviction, they would have watched me and kept coming after me. And they would have been able to apply me to even more time uh, with another indictment if they arrested me again. So I said, I don't think I'm going to take that. But I talked to my wife and I said, uh, what should we do? And she said, well, you're not going to take it because you're innocent. Two, it's a cowardly deal. And three, if you decide you want to take it, uh, don't bother coming home, she said to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then she also said, we need to do it for the good of the pro-life, that it's a, wow. a noble cause, that this is greater than us, and we have, to, um, we have to lay it on the line for those in the movement. And so we knew that no matter what happened, that, um, you know, we would be, um, uh, God would give us the great to do it, and that, um, you know, even if we went to prison, it would be for good. But so we didn't have to deal with that, though. Right. Well, again, pr praise God for that. And, and it, it's it's just um, remarkable to hear that story. And I, I love the support that your wife gave you on that. And that is truly support. Uh, I love how God is preparing you for, for the last 20 years for this specific trial, uh, no doubt. And to come on uh, out on top is just an, an inspiration to everyone. So uh, truly amazing, uh, Mark. Thank, thank you for sharing that. I know that's not probably easy to share that, but uh, I, I think people need to hear it. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. So let's go. Let's go a little bit back to the case. Uh, obviously, uh, you were proven innocent, which is very rare in the federal court, as, as you said. Uh, and we're super excited about that. Tell me a little bit. Did, have you talked with any of the jurors or any poll of any of them? Any any feedback that you've been getting? What are people thinking about this case? I actually did have an opportunity to talk to one of the jurors and. Um, you know, it was a great conversation. Uh, she actually worked for my uh, insurance agent. I didn't know her, but she worked for the guy who, who I do know. Uh, nonetheless, um, you know, she didn't know me. The, the government knew that. They accepted her as a jury member. And then when I was calling in to pay one of my bills, I said, I just happened to ask her about a month ago. I said, were you on my jury? And she said, in fact, I was. And I said, oh, my gosh, I got to take you out to dinner. 
Uh, and then I said, well, tell me what happened in the uh, in the trial, uh, in, in the deliberation. She proceeded to tell me all the things that happened and how miraculous it was. However, um, she said, uh, I've also made friends with two other jury members uh, and I go out with them every month. I said, well, I'd love to take all three of you out. So um, we haven't done that yet, but um, I did make contact with them and it was pretty miraculous what happened in there. It, it really was the hand of God. Uh, upon these 12 people. And uh, again, it would had to be unanimous, and it, it certainly was. And uh, um, we, you know, we, of course, we're so happy with the results. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no doubt many people across the country were praying for you in that outcome. Um, what, what is the national re- response? Have you, what, what have you been hearing um, outside of the jury uh, about the, the results here? Sure. Well, you know, there was a a groundswell of support in around the world, uh, but certainly around the nation. So many people were were praying for us and reaching out to us and sending us in, in encouraging messages, and and so we were grateful for that and, and felt loved and, and and certainly supported and we felt strength in it. Certainly, post the acquittal, there's been a lot of interest in us sharing the story and. Uh, you know, just travel around the country like I'm doing now and, and visiting different pro-life groups and mm-hmm. encouraging the story. And so there's been a lot of interest in, in having us do that, uh, more so than ever. So the ministry's got a new, um, uh, I guess, lease, if you will, on, on interest. And, uh, and so, you know, we're doing, we're doing that and continue to share the good news of the story and encouraging people, inspiring people to stay the course and continue to fight the good fight. Well, you, you know, these trials that God designs for people, they always bring you out stronger than when you started. And there's no doubt that, that we're seeing that right now. And so, Mark, your, your story is a story of, of true inspiration, of a pers- perseverance through very difficult times uh, and, and really just standing up for what's right. Yes, you're standing up for the unborn, which is so important, but also standing up for truth and what's right. And so we want to thank you for all that you're you have done, and you'll continue to do. And Mark, I have to ask, is there any, how do we learn more about what you do, your ministry, and how can we support you personally? Well, thanks so much again for the opportunity. Yeah, so the Kingsmen is a national organization, and uh, they can people can learn more at uh, thekingsmen.org. Uh, my contact information is there, and, and just what we do. Um, and, and so, you know, we continue to share that mission. It's a nonprofit, 501c3, and uh, you know, people can support us financially, or they can they can invite us to speak, or or, or learn more at the at that website, thekingsmen.org. Great. Well, we'll definitely check that out. Mark, again, I want to thank you for everything that you're doing and may God continue to bless you and all the things you're doing. We can't wait to see all the great you're working you're going to do for the kingdom moving forward. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. God bless your work. All right. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget that by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting First Right to 30161. That's First Right, all caps, one word, to 30161.